I got to go to Italy. <laughs> oh, I'm doing all my heritages in one day. It might be worth signing up for Patreon oh, just to see I feel see so this. herby. Oh, Jesus. I oh. can smell the herbs. Oh, oh, cookies. I can smell it from all the oh, way over here. Delicious cookies. See, this is the real reason they have Milano cookies and Doritos. Oh, God. Hey everyone, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi everybody, I'm Jackie. And thank you for joining us here this week. Thank you, new listeners. Thank you, returning listeners. And this week, we, I guess, decided to do a few more local places before our upcoming Philadelphia trip that we mentioned, I think, last episode. So we will be on the road in a couple of weeks. We might have a few more episodes here at home in our local area and then uh, go abroad a little bit moving forward for uh, moving into hopefully some warmer weather too, right? Yeah. And I'm excited because we have over the last couple of weeks got to dive into some local places that have been on our list for a while. And with the winter and the snowier weather, we've been able to check these places out. So I'm excited to do the local places in the winter and as the weather gets warmer to start checking out some places further away. Yeah, that's typically how we do our travels anyways. We kind of nest at home a little bit more in the winter for various reasons. But anyways, as such... The no, only difference the only difference is I was talking about bears at work the Why? other day reading a nonfiction article. Okay, that and is we a basically more are hi- hibernating sense. like bears, but instead of bears lose about a hundred pounds in their hibernation, I think I've gained about <laughs> <laughs> ten from beer and coffee and really good pastries and brewery food. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a lot of spring stretching. You know how some people do spring cleaning. I do spring stretching. Uh, which means a lot more physical activity to work off exactly ex- what you're saying. <laughs> Fair <sure>. enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this week, uh, one of our, I would even say maybe top places we've kind of had on our radar for quite a long time we decided to visit today, which was, of course, as per the title of the episode, Long Ireland Brewing Co., I think is the full name, in Riverhead, New York, right? Yeah, I was really excited to check this place out. It was actually probably number one on my list of Long Island breweries because I've heard really great things about this brewery. And a lot of people that listen to the podcast that we've talked to in real life and on social media have highly recommended. Have you gone to Long Island yet? Go to Long Island, see what they're about, do a review there. So I was really excited to finally be able to get there. Yeah, and from my perspective as somebody who I I guess I could consider myself a, a craft beer fan for quite some time now, uh, it's kind of weird to think uh, instead of just in years, almost decades, because I kind of remember hearing about Long Ireland when I was maybe in college or maybe just finishing college, which was, uh, I don't, I don't want to say because now I'm embarrassed, but probably 10, 15 years ago, right? <laughs> Sometime around then. Yeah. And... In any event, I remember hearing it and I remember trying to go there uh, maybe five or six years ago. And I believe they were renovating because I remember going in and everything was kind of gutted. And I don't know if this actually happened, but I th- my warped recollection, which granted may be tainted from years of craft beer drinking, um, 
recalls that they kind of said, oh, yeah, you can have we have beer if you want it, but we're under reconstruction. And I think I was with my brother at the time and we just were confused. So we wound up leaving. (laughs) I don't know if that's exactly how it happened. Again, I don't count that as a good experience or bad experience. It was just a no experience. And I never made it back until today. I think that experience in my head makes sense now that we've been there. And it seems to definitely fit into the vibe and character of the place, as we'll kind of get into. Yeah. So I guess that's a great place to start talking about. Uh, Do you want me to start with driving up to the place and our first impressions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So our first category, atmosphere and ambiance. Of course. Yeah. The four grading rubric categories, uh, the first of which is atmosphere and ambiance. We'll tally up our grades at the end and come up with overall letter grades, of course. Yeah. So when I pulled up, it's this really long building. So I was expecting a really long, almost some sort of beer hall or bar or something like that. Um, The outside is not too garnished with a lot of stuff that you sometimes see on the outside of breweries, but that's neither here nor there in terms of a, a requisite, right? And in any event, they had a really nice um, sign, I guess, facade, you would call it, uh, with the name of the brewery, which was cool, in big white letters, Long Ireland Brewing Co. or whatever. And it looked as if there was a lot of stuff that wasn't being used because we were going in the early weeks of February in very cold, rainy, icy weather. So you pointed out that they had what looked like these axe throwing boards kind of off to the side. And there was this big outdoor patio section that I assume is hopping in the summer or at least in the warmer weather months, which was way bigger than the interior. The interior ended up being uh, quite small, which we'll we'll talk about as well. But uh, the outside, it looked like I would definitely want to go back there in the summertime when there's that full advantage, I think, of what they have to offer in terms of the the full space there, right? Yeah, definitely. I was really intrigued when we pulled up, like you were saying, the sign and the name of the brewery, Long Ireland, is in big kind of bold, easy to read letters that I think if I was driving by this parking lot, I would want to stop. Yeah, it definitely There's catches your attention. There's something about this building that catches your attention on the road it's on where you want to go in. There's something about it that's very intriguing. Maybe the size of the building, the font of the name, the the plants out front, the patio, the big parking lot. I definitely would have wanted to check this out whether we knew about it or not. Yeah, it's very much the vibe of, oh, let me see what's going on in there. And it's because it's such a long building, which brings me to my next point that we started talking about with the interior. And I was kind of really surprised by how small the actual tap room was. And you could see there was a cool window, which was really nice, that showed the fermenter tanks. And that obviously went back a ways. I couldn't see too much into there, but obviously it's a brewery. So that's where they're doing all their uh, production. I know they do a fair amount of cans. You can find their cans in different places uh, around where we live. Uh, they, I, you can probably find their beers on tap too. Um, they're pretty ubiquitous. I feel like on Long Island in New York where we live. So, um, not surprised that they have such a big space for production and, and shipping or whatever else they're doing, canning, that sort of thing. But yeah, the inside, uh, what were your thoughts on the, uh, interior? I was very curious what you would think, especially I'll just say I went in thinking or expecting very much an Irish vibe. And that was just sort of imprinted in my head, obviously, as per the name. So what were your impressions of the the interior? 
I also, when we walked in, was shocked because it's a very big building from the outside. But when you walk in, the tap room is very small. How many tables do you think there were? Maybe 10? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, probably maybe 10, some two-seaters, and then I think the rest were four-seaters maybe. Yeah, and you can tell that there were definitely place. There were no seats by the bar, but there were places to stand by the bar, and there yeah. were some people that were standing by the bar. For a small space, I did feel like we had room somehow, that there was a little bit of privacy. We were sitting at a table in the corner, and there was another group of people kind of spread out on a couple of tables, and I didn't feel like they were on top of us or we were on top of them. So I thought that was interesting. Even though it was a small space, I think it was spaced out well. You know, it was something else that was weird to me that I'm just realizing now was that it felt as if the the uh, tap handles were all really tall. And then I'm thinking it also felt like everybody in there was really tall. Was it just me or were there a lot of tall? I mean, I'm not that tall myself, but like <laughs> I when I went to pay my tab, there were these two dudes on either side of me and they were both like seven <laughs> feet tall. I was, I was like, where maybe. where are we right now? What is happening? Yeah, it was like maybe when you walk into Long Ireland, your sense of space and time gets warped and distances mean something different. It's entirely possible. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. So uh, maybe that's it. But. Yeah, um, definitely smaller space than I expected, like we said. But uh, I'm curious as well what you thought in terms of it. Did you have that expectation of it feeling really like an Irish vibe or an Irish theme? And I am part Irish, but I've never been there. And you have been to Ireland. So that's why I'm particularly... Because I just have my own warped perception of what I think Ireland or Irish theme should be like growing up part Irish. But you actually have been there. So does that play in at all to how you felt about the atmosphere and ambiance and the interior and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. I think that there are different types of bars and experiences that you get. When, Like when I went to Ireland a couple of years ago, you have different types of places. And this felt like something a little more, it, it almost felt like they were going more for a rock theme where there was mm. rock music playing and... Everything was a little bit, um, is grunge the right word? Irish American, I think like, is the term. No, yeah, I, I don't like know. <laughs> grungy, but not. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like I'm talking about that in in the music sense. Well, I think it felt more like a a local New York, Long Island right. theme than, yes. or vibe than an Irish one per se. But that's why I'm asking you because I don't you know do, what an Irish yeah, vibe is do, really supposed to feel like. You do get that. You do get that vibe in Ireland at some of the places okay, yeah. too. That's and what I was wondering. What yeah. I was actually thinking was that I felt the vibe of Ireland more than I felt the aesthetic and look of Ireland. Interesting. Okay. Where the place was extremely laid back. That's mm -hmm. how I felt. Everyone in there seemed to be a local, seemed to be really comfortable. It wasn't, it didn't blow me away visually. Like the walls were painted kind of dark colors. It was uh, concrete walls that were painted dark, dark blue. Mm -hmm. So I, I wasn't, you know, it wasn't that big open space that you sometimes see in a brewery and with big windows and lots of natural light. Right, right. It was a, definitely a different vibe, but it felt still somehow that it was a familiar space and the people there seemed extremely comfortable. Like this is a place that locals go and people really like. It's got kind of an old time feel to it 
where I could picture like wanting to go there with my dad and him feeling like mm. a little nostalgic because there's rock music playing and it it felt almost like going back in time a little bit, like 80s feel. Right. What, what was really um popular in the 80s with those um Celtic crosses and the green Ireland um touches going in. I hope I'm ex- explaining that right, but that was kind of my feel. That's really interesting because that's sort of what I was trying to pinpoint exactly. This idea that it sort of felt to me as if it was a li- somewhat of a throwback, but I wasn't sure in what way. And I think that's why I was confused because I was expecting in my, again, warped, demented mind to have it be a throwback to, I don't know, what I imagine it a, a bar in or a brewery in Ireland in the 1800s looked like but it was more so kind of that 80s vibe maybe but I don't know specifically what would have elicited that in in my in my mind but uh maybe just the fact that it was very laid back with the locals there wasn't a lot going on I, was there even a tv or was it just there might no but there was there was music playing there was classic yeah. rock and rock music playing that fit with the feel of right. that you know familiar 80s and I wouldn't say it's like an 80s feel where you feel like you're stuck in the past. I think it's intentional. And I think that there's a vibe that they're going for there. Pre-internet? Is that <laughs> maybe, maybe it? Which was well, cool. Like well, it's kind there, of like There weren't cheers. bells and whistles. There's yeah. no bells and whistles. Yeah. Breweries tend maybe to that's have... It. That's it. Breweries tend to have these big bells and whistles, right? That they're Some doing of them, yeah. a lot of different innovative you know things interesting you say that because i saw this on their website and it was also on a banner flag thing by the fermenter tanks through the window where it said something i forget the exact slogan but it said real beer no bullshit and that is such a a new york long island thing to say i feel like and that's what you're getting there (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I mean that's felt that And I really appreciate it. I think this is part of atmosphere and ambiance that it seems like they do events there. They have a running club, a mug club. They have different things that make it feel like a local bar. And I do think that they have a big production, which sometimes takes away from the local feel. But I didn't feel like it did here at Long Ireland. Yeah, that's interesting that you point that out because I would even assert perhaps that this might be the biggest brewery that we've gone to so far that felt the most local, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Yes. Yeah, that's not something in terms of a convergence of vibes that we often see. Oftentimes, the really big breweries, they feel just so impersonal. They'll have like rope lines to go up and just get beer and get the heck out, right? So this was kind of really unique, I think, in that way. And in some ways, I really appreciate the sort of minimalist vibe in in many senses. I mean, you can imagine uh, any themed bar that has to do with, say, Ireland or or a brewery that has to do with Ireland or any other country or nation nationality or something like that could be so easy to do wrong and cringy, right? (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine so many ways where you could just start throwing shit on the walls and it comes across as really tacky. And that wasn't the feeling at all. It, it, It definitely felt as if, for whatever reason maybe that's their heritage and they're just about making really good beer and it's reflected in the the product i think right yeah and it is a little bit hard to compare it to some of these the atmosphere to compare it to some of these places that we've been recently like an uber geek where you walk into this big open space with this outstanding stunning mural on the wall or where you walk into po boy where they have 
vines hanging from all the ceilings and an outhouse like bar. It, it's it's hard to compare it to that because they're going for something a little different. Yeah. I think there's no bells and whistles. This is your you know more of a local place even though it's a big production place. And I think we would have got an even different experience in the summer. Yeah. I think I would have liked it better in the summer when we could have been outside. I don't know if that's true because the outside space was pretty big. The inside space was small. But if you add those together and you consider the fact that there was one bathroom, oh, we need to talk about this week's bathroom corner. Yes, this place might get very crowded during the week. So I would assume that in the summer, if that outdoor patio is filled, they dang well better have porta potties because I feel like they would, but I don't know. Because <laughs> there's one bathroom inside that I saw at least. Does anybody know out there? If you know, let us know. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't, whatever. We always say we can sort of speculate as part of our, our grade uh, what's going to happen in those scenarios, but we have to go on what we experienced. And what I experienced was that they did have a bathroom and it was plenty accessible for me in this case, which was great. So do you want me to give you my bathroom thoughts? Yeah, you're the expert. It is now officially <laughs> the bathroom corner. So I thought that... Will this be an a grady nominee bathroom? Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I like how you introduce it kind of funnily and then I take it very seriously. Well, here's the thing. Well, this is a very serious part of the podcast. Some people would tell you because they've told me that it's perhaps the most important. This is the... <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are places, uh, breweries we've been to that are excited already for the 2022 A Grady Awards because they want bathroom nominations coming yes. their way. <laughs> So, and if you want, shout out Po Boy. Yes. And if you want to see pictures of bathrooms, we do take them. <laughs> and if you want to see pictures of those pictures, go to patreon.com slash A grade podcast, where if you go there based on my uh, shameless plug, you can see behind the scenes photos, videos, all that stuff and more and Again, i will say today i did take a lot of I'm pictures. i'm so bad at these plugs <laughs> i did take a lot of pictures in the bathroom today yeah. including some selfies in the mirror that i will shamelessly put up yeah. on but seriously patreon <laughs> patreon.com slash a grade podcast three dollars a month there's a link in the description you'll see all of our crazy behind the scenes shenanigans like that too uh which is pretty fun i mean maybe even pause the episode right now Oh, it's way better than the episode it, itself. Go to Patreon and check out all the features <laughs> that we have there. <laughs> it's worth it. You'll find your spot again on the episode. It's just that get back to the bathroom corner when you're done with Patreon. Yeah, look for bathroom corner. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, the bathroom. I would say, I would assert this, oh. that this was perhaps one of the cleaner bathrooms we've experienced. And I really appreciate that in a brewery. Granted, it wasn't slammed it wasn't crowded i mean any bathroom especially a single use one as this one was it was for one person at a time essentially uh can get pretty messy pretty quickly when it's busier but that says all the more to me that when it is kind of slow there was maybe a dozen people in there uh including us that it's still clean i mean if i go to a brewery or any business and the bathroom is filthy and there's nobody in there what the heck is that about right so and when we say this a lot of times, that's why we like going to many of these places when they're not crowded, because you can really see like, okay, when everything's settled, what are you actually doing and what are you actually not doing? So anyways, I thought it was a um, very clean bathroom. Uh, they had paper towels. They had a, a couple things on the walls, uh, nothing noticeable. One was for an upcoming event that they're having. Oh, that's right. Um, I'm sorry. They did I have think a, a car show that they're having later in the month, but they yeah. must update that because it was up to date. And yeah. one said beach, 
wash your hands. Oh, yeah. It was a kind of a vintage, uh, a retro yes. photo uh, painting picture thing. And it said, uh, yeah, you beach clean your clean hand. your hands this or wash your hands at a, at a beach or something. Anyways, uh, but that was pretty much it. And that was kind of what stood out to me, too, was that, yes, it does fit into the minimalist vibe, I suppose. But uh, I don't know. I, I kind of, you know me, I don't like a bare bathroom wall. Yeah, you want the plants. You want the windows. You want... I want pictures. Of, why not pictures of, of Ireland or areas of Long Island that look like Ireland? That would be why? so cool, right? Yes. That would be really cool. I want a bathroom that makes me cry. Okay, you well, I'm not willing to, to say South that. Down to South Down. <laughs> I still think you're nuts, but okay. I want to either cry from being moved or cry from laughing I don't in the know. bathroom. I, I just think, especially with a theme like that, there are little things that you could do, as we were just saying, that could really add to the ambiance. Well, Poboy did the story of how their brewery exactly. name was founded. In in the bathroom, yeah. And I like a little loved that. Little what a panel per- thing. Yeah, yeah, what a personal touch. Yeah, and I agree. That we loved. So that was definitely a bar for a bathroom. The one thing that I really loved about the bathroom. Paper towels. Well, other than it being clean and other than the fact that there were paper towels, did you see what it said on the paper towel machine? I didn't think so. It said it had this little sticker and it said voice activated. Yes. And it said, say, uh, towel, like paper (laughs) towels, please, or something. And then it had a little thing that said, uh, idiot, something like ID or like one D O T. Oh, it's like zero T like company. <laughs> did uh, you fall for it? No, but I tried it anyways, because oh, <laughs> on the very off chance that it actually did work. Um, this but is it podcast doesn't. research. It was podcast research because I, I saw it and I said, uh, yeah, of course I wasn't tricked by it. I would never be tricked by that. I have a feeling there were probably other little touches like that around. Maybe the brewery in general I, I liked it though that was and that very much fit into the the no bullshit real beer or good beer whatever it is yes. the sort of theme or vibe so anyways yeah those were pretty much everything that stood out to me in terms of atmosphere and ambiance i really appreciated the clean bathroom for sure though yeah so uh is there anything else or do you have a letter grade for atmosphere and ambiance uh the last thing that i want to say is that i think that the name long ireland is probably one of my favorite names for a brewery. Oh, it's money. That we've encountered so far. Fantastic name. Yeah. I think it's an incredible name that yeah, you great. want to say. And that goes into my atmosphere and ambiance a little. Okay. And overall, I feel really comfortable there. I, yeah. I don't really have anything, any big critiques. I do wish the tap room was a little bit bigger, but that would require some major renovations that I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, and, and again, what in, in the summer it might be crowded, but then you have the outdoor space. So, yeah, I don't know if I factor that so much in myself either. You know? Yeah, the ta- so. the flight cases were really cool. That's part of atmosphere and ambiance. Oh, that's the right. Glasses yeah. were really cool. Yeah, they had cool glassware, cool flight they, trays. They do. They are very dog friendly, which I think factor into for a lot of our listeners. If you want to bring your dog. They do allow dogs to be inside. If you don't like dogs inside, this might not be the brewery that you want to go to. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Just a little side note. There was a dog in there and the bartender brought out water for the dog and was... They're very dog friendly there. Yeah. Duly noted. Yes. So what do you think? Drum roll. Yeah. Go go first. I'm kind of all over the place. I'm kind of all over the place too. I mean... But I think I know. Well, let me talk through it just very briefly. So... I think uh, satisfactory means it met all of my expectations, right? Anything above that is doing extra or more. Um, and in thinking about what more 
it really brought to me in terms of me saying, wow, that's really interesting or really cool. I don't know if there was a ton, honestly. I mean, I was definitely comfortable there. But not blown away. No, I wasn't wasn't blown away in any ways. And at the same time, I do appreciate that it wasn't that opposite effect of tacky or or cringy or anything like that. So in in many ways, I kind of appreciate all of that in terms of uh, just the the simplified aesthetic and everything. Um, I'm going to go because I did like it. And this is what I always come back to with atmosphere and ambiance asking, was I comfortable there? And I would say I was very comfortable there, which is not always the vibe I get in many other places. So I'm going to go B minus for atmosphere and ambiance. I thought that it was very comfortable. Like we said, um, again, the, the, the touches that were there were, were very well done, I think. Um, and I, I think overall it's, it's a place that you could go back to, uh, certainly any time of year and probably have a really good time there. Yeah, I agree. I locked in a little bit before you were talking, so I wouldn't be super influenced. And I went Mm. with a B. Okay. Uh, we always say C is your average satisfactory experience. I think that was, this was a little bit above that. And based on the reputation they have in the community and the name itself, and the fact that it still feels like a local brewery, even though they are one of the bigger Long Island breweries, and for the potential that I think in the summer it would be a really cool place to hang. Yeah, I think all that's of those all factor into my B. Yeah, nice. All right, so our second grading rubric category, of course, service. Which I guess I started atmosphere and ambiance. So do you want to start service? Yeah. When this is an interesting, this is an interesting one because oh, that means she hates it, folks. no not at all we have got spoiled the last couple of episodes with service where we have got that a grade wow service that's true and we have all a couple of times over the last little while we've gotten to talk to owners and i feel like whenever we get to talk to the owner there's something about that that kind of elevates my service experience and unfortunately we did not get to talk to the owner today well you don't know that we only talked to the one bartender and he said i talked to another guy too a little bit so i only talked to so i should say i only talked to one one person and he was the bartender and he the beer tender and he did say that he's been there since the beginning so he must have been there for a while oh okay wow and there were some there were a lot of people in there that seemed to be locals that knew the bartenders knew all each other so you could tell that there was an awesome service experience happening right mm-hmm. when he served us he was really good he helped us out with our selections of what we wanted to get he seemed to really know the beer and enjoy the beer he gave us recommendations on what order to drink the flight it was a satisfactory experience for me i'm not sure if it went above and beyond like we've seen at some other places like mongos where they were giving us beans to try who also for the record was not an owner he was, was just, not an he owner was just a barista he was a barista who they also e- messaged us we did talk to mongos and he has also been there since the beginning so you can tell he was really invested in the in in the coffee industry I didn't get the same feel here at long ireland as i have at some other places like po'boy or mongos or uber geek i mean but these are the a grade places i don't think it's in a low range but i don't think it's in the a range either so that's kind of where i'm at interesting yeah 
I I hear all of that. I think in general, I really appreciated that. And I've said this before at other places that when you do go into a place and they have locals and regulars that they are clearly closely connected with, that when they're willing and and eager to still take the time to uh, help you, talk to you, get to know you. Great th- point. That's all the more meaningful. And I felt like they did a pretty good job with that. Um, because they definitely knew whoever was at the end of the bar when we walked in and, and was talking to them. But it wasn't, again, in any sense, like a negative vibe or anything like that. Like everybody seemed very friendly. Everybody seemed very happy. And he he was very helpful, I, I would say, overall. Um, I really liked as well that he not only knew the beers, but like they were very willing to make recommendations on them too, which was great. Um, I will say as well that I... I wasn't blown away like some of those other places um, for whatever reasons. If you go back and listen to those episodes, I don't like comparing and contrasting too much. Um, and that means that you have to go back and listen to those other episodes instead to find out for yourself. But yeah, I, I think it was a really good experience in my opinion. Um, I felt very comfortable asking them questions, which is huge too. We always talk about that. And I think we could have talked to them certainly more. They would have been very comfortable and willing to uh, do that. But yeah, I think other than that, that's sort of everything that stood out to me. There wasn't uh, a lot else going on in terms of them coming over or anything like that. They were pretty much just behind the bar. But having said all of that, I do give bonus points because I, and I mentioned this to him, I said, I, I got to take note because I'm sure not a lot of people do. And it's really important to me that when he handed us the flight glasses. <laughs> yes. So when you get a flight of beer, you get a bunch of small samples, uh, usually four or five in a round so you can try a bunch uh people often grab them from the tops and basically that equates to them having their gross disgusting fingers all over the part where you drink from and he didn't do that he grabbed them from the sides i'm not even a big germaphobe and that grosses me out i'm not either but and i said i i i thank you for for doing that and he said oh yeah absolutely i can't stand it when people hand me my beer like that and i said oh my god that's amazing because I, I thought I was crazy when I first that first started bothering me. Uh, but the more people I talk to there, they they agree with me. And he said, yeah, we just got through uh, th- these last few months, especially with the pandemic. Well, you got to be crazy to be doing not doing the simplest yes. things like that. Right. So in any event, I give him bonus points for that, I think. Um, but that's pretty much everything in terms of service that that stood out to me. So do you have anything else or do you have a grade in mind? I have a grade in mind. All right. What do you got? I'm going to go with a B minus for service. Interesting. All right. I was kind of torn between a couple of grades. I could see going in different directions, but I thought overall it was definitely above average. It was very solid, very positive experience. So I'm going to go solid B. Great. uh, For for service. I thought um, it was a really overall uh, pretty engaging and, and just comfortable experience for those reasons. The other thing that I should note as well, which kind of factors in too, and I don't know uh, if this counts for service, but the flights were kind of confusing themselves because they they were written, I think with a little chalk or something on each beer or uh, on the pa- the board with each beer, just kind of like the initials of each. And I realized looking at the menu to try to match up which beers were which, it would have been way easier if they just wrote numbers, which a lot of places do. That's a really good point. So yeah. I, I, I think it, if I... We were playing a little bit. D- dare um, I say if... Yeah, dare I say if I <laughs> if I were qualified to make anyone's suggestion, 
Uh, that would probably be it, because I, I mean, you could figure out, like, the Celtic Ale said C-E-L, so I knew it was a Celtic Ale, but there were others where I was just, I was, I was too... Jima. St- I was too much of an idiot to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, Jima. I was like, what? Who? What? Where well, we is did. This? Luckily, we did take a picture of the tap list. So we were able to do some detective work to figure out <laughs> what we were drinking. Yeah. Well, you, I but think the numbers have would have definitely helped. Yeah, maybe. Or or if they were fully written. But I mean, either way, whatever. Just a small detail. Yeah. Again, th- these are small details, but they, they are ones that we notice in our psychotic analysis. Yes. <laughs> of some of this. When you're doing this for a, you know, 45 minute podcast, you sometimes notice these things. All right. So speaking of moving the podcast along, because we're already half an hour in. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> trying to keep to 45 minutes. Um, beer. Do you want me to start with beer? Yes, you start okay. with beer. So the beer was pretty good. Um, some of it was really good. Yes. I actually think I really like their lighter beers most. I really like their Celtic Ale, which is their flagship beer. You can find that in cans all around this area. I think that might have been the best one, honestly. It was uh, a really well-rounded beer, um, really solid uh, very full body, but not heavy, which is really nice for that type of ale, I feel like. I think it was technically a red ale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, really nice flavor, very crisp. And it was just so well-rounded. I could see drinking it all year, whether summer or winter, which was really nice. I see why it's their flagship Oh, 100%. Drink. Yeah. It's really good. If Definitely my favorite as well. Yeah. And, and, and some other ones that stood out, I really liked the, the winter ale. I yeah. forget the name of that. The but spices in it were yeah, that, that one was, really I think I mentioned, delicious. I, me- I mentioned to you that the spices were almost like sharper than I'm used to in, in some winter ales. It felt very fresh. But I liked it for that reason yes. because it was different. It wasn't just this overly spiced flavor. It was kind of very specific. So I thought that one was really good too. Um, the IPAs were decent. Yeah. IPAs were pretty good. I, I, I Again, I think those uh, first two were my favorite, though. There was one as well, I think a raspberry wheat ale that was really good. Um, I actually really liked that one, too. It, it almost tasted a little sour, even though it was a wheat Right, ale, because of the raspberry. Because yeah. of the raspberry, which yeah. was a nice flavor combination. Yeah, that was really good, too. Um, so I would say those were the ones that stood out to me. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I thought, in general, all of them seemed to be pretty distinct in their flavors and their flavor profiles it you could tell these are beers that have been you know perfected tried and years, tested yeah. tried and tested through the years the flagship ones were phenomenal the winter ale was really good there were a couple that made me make a face which sometimes happens that's nothing to and i say knew it with, too yeah i knew it too nothing about the beer or the brewery that is me and my palate but i do think some it's important to bring up because some people might feel similar to me especially if you're a new beginner beer drinker yeah you're not like a, acclimated I to a 10% sort stout. of um right yeah. and was it the stout or the porter that i, I think made was, a face unfortunately i think it was the stout and the sour yes. that you made and face on to be fit one it was a jelly ring and i was no really, that was a porter i was excited for that one yeah I was excited for the jelly ring, but I, it didn't blow me away. But I liked their lighter ones as well. I, I think to me that that's sort of my overall assessment that their wheelhouse is really or are really these um, kind of uh, I don't know how to describe them, but almost uh, crushable beers like a like a just a solid red ale that they do fantastically. Right. 
Um, but some of the other ones, like I said, were still really good. Um, so I don't know. Is there anything else with beer that you have to say? The flight options were great. You could yeah, pretty much diverse, try yeah. everything and a diverse option. I appreciate a place that isn't leaning just into one style of beer. I like well, unless being, that's really good. Unless it's really good, yeah. like Hudson Valley or... Yeah. Other half. Other half. Right. You know, some of those places like that. Great yeah. notion. Great notion. <laughs> so yeah. there are breweries that will do just stouts or sours or IPAs, but... Um, I think if they just did Celtic ales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. Fine. I did find that I, I felt that a lot of the beers were heavy mm-hmm. and very heavy bodied. Oh, yeah. You mentioned they were that. they were hearty beers. I yeah, felt like, well, real beer. And no bullshit. That's what I felt. as advertised. Yes. Yeah. It fit the vibe. It fit the atmosphere. They're heavy bodied, real hearty beers. Yeah. I and would I agree think with that. I think there's appeal to that for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think you're going there because you're getting your tried and your true and your tested beers that they've been doing for a long time and they got them right and they have the big vats in the back. And I think there's something to be said about that and leaning into that. But it was, there were heavy beers. I would have liked to see maybe a little bit even lighter. But maybe I, a lager, see, this is where I'm lost but because that's, yeah. I don't know what do they drink in Ireland? Is this what they drink in Ireland? Well, Guinness. Oh, that's true. So they're but heavy that's a beer dry drinkers. stout, isn't it? it well, Guinness? it's still like a dark, dark, yeah. heavy beer. In Ireland, you can get anything. They drink anything <laughs> and everything. And I they knew it. did have Ireland had um some incredible light beers, some incredible lagers that are so crushable because people start drinking early in the day and you're just you know it's it's a vibe there and you can get the guinness but people also drink i'll have to come back and um do a correction corner later in a further episode but there are some really good light beers in ireland that i drank Hmm. pretty much consistently hmm so what to give for a letter grade Hmm, hmm, hmm. i know my grade you do yeah interesting you said that very confidently yes okay i'm gonna Uh, i'll I'll do mine i'm torn between two i'm gonna go b for beer that's what I was going to do. <laughs> Same thing? Yeah. B for beer. I was going to go B. I was literally going to. This is disgusting. I was literally going to say B for beer. Ooh. Yeah. It's gross. We're, maybe from going in there, we have melded space and time again. I don't and... think I can hang out with you anymore. <laughs> that's we're too, it. We're too good at this. <laughs> yes, that's it. And cut. And cut. <laughs> no, I think I think that's a very good grade. I mean, it's 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 really good beer. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm happy with that. Agreed uh food 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 <laughs> i have you hear my thoughts. maniacal laugh yes. oh go ahead uh let me just get them out right away yes so they do not have a kitchen there uh, it doesn't appear that so way so there's limited there there are no it seems to be food options meal options however they had some snacks doritos milano cookies some other things that uh, pringles pringles that i th- joe's got a couple over I'll, there i'll talk about it when you're on done. the table i'm not looking forward they to this. also had a special that i saw up on the windowsill where there was a special with the local pizza place i noticed that too, where yeah. for very cheap 13 dollars, all included a pie delivery and tip for 13 dollars. they deliver right wow. to right to um long ireland and that's i do cool. know the pizza place it, it's right down the road it's a pretty good pizza place that's popular a local pizza place in the neighborhood that they must have a deal with so there i was very appreciative of that option mm. because i always struggle a little bit when a place does not have a kitchen 
what do I do? Especially when I'm drinking, I I might want a little food. And it did not impact my experience. It was not food there, but I liked knowing there was options. Yeah, it's it's always tricky with the food category when we don't get it because we weren't looking to stick around for a pizza. Um, at the same time, I wasn't looking for pizza, really. Honestly, I wasn't in the mood. And we at went this... at a happy hour time, yeah. so it wasn't really the vibe. But also, uh, Long Ireland pizza, uh, I don't know. I mean, I see, that, that to me is a more Long Island thing. That's what you do on Long Island. You get pizza at the but bar. But that's why it's Long Ireland. Right. It's a combo no, I know, of Long Island can I get and Irish, Ireland. Can I get Irish pizza at that place, or is it just regular Italian pie? No, it's just a regular pie. But that's why but, you're getting piece, the beer from Ireland... And you're getting the pizza from Long Island. It's Long Ireland. Yeah, it's but a that's, combo. But that's they're still, not saying that they're just Ireland. I, no, I'm aware of that. But <laughs> at the same time, imagine imagine an Irish themed bar, if a brewery. If you're gonna have an Irish identity in your name, it's like I kind of want potatoes and uh, corned beef and uh, all that Irish all Irish, that stuff, Irish soda food. bread or something. I don't know. That's me. I being get gre- that. That's yeah. me being greedy. But it just seems like you I'll, can lean in a little. Well, I think that's your point, though. With they, they didn't have a kitchen. Where are you supposed to get that yeah. from? There's not necessarily an Irish restaurant no. around. Maybe you're, in Poli- you're in a Polish town. Well, maybe there is one nearby, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Anyway, so I do appreciate that they did have that food option. Uh, so I, I would count that. Um, I don't usually count it if they say like, oh, I mean, if they say we allow in outside food, you can sort of count that as well. But that's putting the onus on you then as the customer, whatever. They're not picking things to pair with their beer or something like that. So um they do i saw in the bathroom they have a food truck that comes or they have food trucks that come sometimes so there are options along those lines but yeah i uh oh boy do do i i guess i have to do this you gotta do this so, on, on air so this is what happened let me backtrack. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. let me backtrack this is a little. the moment we've all been waiting for we uh, save this uh, right I'm, for the end i'm not looking forward to this <laughs> i'm not looking forward to this at all so when i went up to because we saw the little display of of snacks and i said oh, i gotta go get some snacks and you said uh no thank you i'm not interested in doritos and pringles with my my celtic ale and i said fair enough mm. but i felt as if i have to get what they have to really give their the food category it's due diligence you got to try those doritos they are a specialty <laughs> that it's only available Irish at doritos. long ireland green doritos <laughs> find them only there oh wait what does that say expired 1988 <laughs> since, this, since they've been open they've oh, no. still been on the shelf because nobody's getting the doritos uh no, they're, they're fresh. I'm, I'm joking. They, okay, they don't good. have stale Doritos. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I didn't check. Anyways, <laughs> when I went to buy snacks there, I got the Doritos. I got the Milano cookies. But then I saw this little wrapped, uh, it looks like a, almost like a mini liquor sized bottle, but it's wrapped in paper. And it says, uh, Underberg, uh, after a good meal, it has this white and, uh, green lettering which i assumed was irish did we get some good pictures of this for patreon no but you probably should now um i thought it, i assumed that was irish but it says made in germany which uh kind of threw me for a loop because i'm like okay well uh why are they serving this i i guess it's a german aperitif and i'm not even sure really what the word aperitif means but i think it's this so maybe maybe that's what's happening here anyways uh it's very suspicious because it says on the side um, to feel bright and alert. <laughs> and then it says, um, what does it say here? Uh, yeah, after a good meal, natural herb bitters. Um, and it says 44% volume, uh, which I assume is alcohol, but I can't say for sure. And uh, it says, uh, what does it say here? Not to be sipped. Uh, 
No, it says it is not a beverage. It is not to be sipped, but taken all at once and quickly because it of its aromatic and a strong taste. Does that mean it's a shot? That you should do it as a shot? Or does that mean don't drink it? The instructions it's, are it, well, very confusing. It also <laughs> says it is also used as a flavoring um, because you use bitters for like Yeah, someone cocktails. did um, message me when we posted a picture of it uh, and said that it goes in an old-fashioned. Go to patreon.com slash A-grade podcast to see the picture. And in fact, you know what we can do? We can take a video of me drinking this because this is going to be awful. Yes. I'm really not looking forward I to this. I hope that you have... Good thing you have access to an A-grade bathroom in my house. So if you need to barf after uh, you do this. God. All right. I'm gonna so if it. you do sign up for Patreon, Are I am recording this, recording this right recording now. This? Okay. All right, you well, can see the behind the scenes. Oh, man. Here it is. Let's see what this looks like, first of all. See, I don't know if they're trolling me. When it's they like a Christmas present. When they say you have to shoot the whole thing quick, is that like a joke? Is that just... I don't know. The instructions are very confusing. Because it's, remember the paper towel thing where it was like, yes. oh yeah, talk into it, idiot. Hold it up to the camera. Oh, jeez. The bottle looks very pretty. It's, it kind of looks like soy sauce. I'm, uh, I'm also a little German too, so I'm going to rely on, upon that <laughs> to help <laughs> me through this. Um, all my ethnicity is coming in, in handy. Should I even smell it before I Don't shoot even it? smell it. Just shoot it. I think I have to. So does this go into your food grade? So yes, this is why I'm not giving you a food grade. Yet. You should chase it with the Dorito. I might have to. That's a why very the, special Long that's why Ireland I have the Doritos Dorito and, the Milano, and Milano, the cookie. Milano cookies here. That's why they really have them for the well, nut I'm, jobs that I'm do hoping, this. I'm as hoping a it's going to taste like schnapps or something, which I think are German too, and those are delicious. I could shoot schnapps all day, um, but I'm worried it's not going to taste like that at all. So, uh, drum roll from we'll the see. audience. Bottoms up. Wish me luck. Wherever it's been nice listening. knowing you all. 44% like, actually, that's way more than schnapps. 44% yeah. alcohol by volume. All Wherever right. you're listening, do a little drum roll. It's about to happen. There he goes. Sipping, sipping. Oh, that is, that is quite a shot. That is way more than a shot. Oh, I don't know how much of it I drank. Oh, you don't have to finish it. You did enough. Oh, oh. You did enough. I bring napkins. He looks like <laughs> oh. we might get our first live throwing up on the podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's aromatic. This might be worth the three dollars a month just oh, to watch this video. Goodness. I got to go to Italy. <laughs> oh, I'm doing all my heritages in one day. <laughs> it might be worth signing up for Patreon oh, just to I feel see so this. herby. Oh, Jesus. I oh. can smell the herbs. Oh, oh cookies. I can smell it from all the oh, way over here. Delicious cookies. See, this is the real reason they have Milano cookies and Doritos. Oh, God. Although, I think you might be the only one in Long Ireland history to have just chugged that. It actually was pretty good. You just definitely shouldn't chug it. Um, it's definitely bitter and it's definitely aromatic. Um, but it's actually not bad. Here, show the Milano cookie. <laughs> Milano cookie to the rescue. I'm going to take a nice picture of that. Nice behind the scenes here. Yeah. So that does not taste like schnapps, for the record. Um, <laughs> I can smell it. It it tastes like medicine. It smells like medicine. Oh, God. It's like, what does it say? I'm chewing into the mic now. To Let feel bright and alert. I think it's supposed to like... This is really what... Wake you up or pick you up. For those Here, of you... You got to talk. I got to pound this cookie. Yeah. For those of you that know Joe personally, he's already a night person. So the fact that he basically did a shot of something that sounds similar to caffeine, we may be podcasting all night. 
<laughs> Why does it sound like caffeine? It makes you alert. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it did. It made me but feel alive. But it does it's going to help sure. your digestion. And we could use that <laughs> yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm sure that in the Milano cookie. So let me know how your, how your stomach feels. <laughs> it does smell good. It smells delicious. It smells better than it tastes. It, um, it's just, it's not like it, licorice. It's not that it tastes bad. It's just strong. Like this would be a great mixer in a cocktail. Uh, I think that's what it, like, th- that's what I would use it, it for moving like forward. Licorice. I wouldn't mind having those around to actually but it also make says, cocktails with. It says after a meal. So. Uh, I'm always after a meal. Anyways. Right. So. Uh, so I'm including that in my <laughs> food category. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> um, should, Do you want my food grade? Yeah. I'm going to go, drum roll, drum roll. Um, I'm going to go, so see a satisfactory. That was an experience I don't know what to make of. I thought that would tilt me one way or the other, and I don't know how I feel now, honestly. Um, do you feel digested? Yes, I do feel, I don't feel digestive. I feel like like I'm digesting. I feel digested. Ooh. Like I've been digested. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is apparently yes. it I has think basically a ate you. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go because I didn't really eat anything else there. The snacks, uh, Doritos, none of it pairs with specifically that type of food. I'm gonna go D plus. I think it's good that they had the pizza option. Uh, it's nice that they do provide some snacks, but it, it's not anything that specifically pairs. It's not anything specifically diverse or anything like that so um i i think it's uh, again if you're going to go looking for food um maybe again plan beforehand uh ask call ahead see i we didn't even think to ask if you can bring food in i think they might be open to that if they're allowing you to bring in pizza seems like it most places are if they don't serve food but they let you order in from a partner place like a pizza place um so there's probably options along those lines but in terms of them providing uh further options there there wasn't really much to go off of so it's funny because i wrote down c minus as my grade i was thinking that i'm gonna stick with that but i agree with yours just as much and i can see an argument for both the c minus and a d plus i think it's either way if c is average it's slightly below that because there isn't a kitchen and that's not a knock on on long ireland that's not part of their business model or plan so I'm. Um, I think D plus C minus is a good. But it's range. just not a place that you go to for the food. No, you're not going to go there for food. Which is fine because this is the unless point. you're a nut job and want to chug. Yeah, well, but, but that's the point of the podcast to point out what you do want to go there yes. for, right? So, Absolutely. Uh, what's our final grades? Uh, so or our, our final. Yeah, we got to come. I'm a, I'm a little woozy from that uh, experience. So of course, just take it away. Okay, so our atmosphere and ambiance grades. Joe gave it a B minus. I gave it a B. Service, Joe gave it a B. I gave it a B minus. Beer, Joe gave it a B. I gave it a B. Food, Joe gave it a D plus. I gave it a C minus. So what what were my grades again? Yours were B minus, B, B, D plus. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I'm between two grades. I'm between two grades as well, but I think I know. I think I know as well. I think I know. Three, two, one. Yes, let's do it. Three, Three, two, two one, one, B. B. Minus. Those were, I was between right, B minus right and ballpark. B. I was too, yeah. Yeah, those were the two I were between. I think, so from my perspective, uh, just the fact that uh, there is really no further element or aspect with the food uh, sort of 
again, affects that final grade a little bit more. But I think everything else brings it up, uh, such as the vibe, the service, the beer, um, the beer itself, I think is really good. Honestly, I think it's a really solid brewery. I think it's a really great local brewery, especially, um, which is really cool. I, I mean, that's something that I think is often undervalued. We, we talk about this sometimes, how a lot of times you go to a brewery and they're trying to do too much. They're trying to be too big. They're trying to embody this identity of being the best brewery in the whole world ever. And sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't, right? Um, and you don't need to be. You can be a, a local brewery that grows like they have. And they're probably, arguably, the most well-known brewery in the area or certainly in, in the pack with the most well-known local uh, craft brewery for sure. So I highly recommend it for all those reasons. I think it's uh, definitely an experience that you won't be disappointed uh, in, especially if you go with some friends, maybe. Uh, you could probably have a pretty good time. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a good place to go with a group of people. It's probably even a better place to go in the summer. Uh, maybe on a... They have specials for flights. They have a running club. Yeah. They have a mug club. There's a lot that they do there with the community that I like. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely recommend checking out Long Ireland 100%, especially Riverhead, which has become such a mecca now for breweries there's yeah. so many of them i would definitely check out long ireland if you're in the riverhead area and going to doing kind of a little brewery tour i'm not sure what do you think you want to do for the overall podcast grade so do we think it's a b minus or a b i'm kind of if i felt strongly either way i think i would express it but i'm kind of in the middle uh i'm kind of leaning more towards your grade for the reasons that you just said, especially the fact that they they do seem so connected to the community, which is huge for me. That I think that really speaks to what they are genuine about, which and is, their reputation, yeah, it, is it, really being, strong. Yeah, it's being local and it's it's having these local community connections. So it's funny, even though I gave the B minus and you gave the B, I actually think for the overall podcast grade, we should go with a B for for those reasons. I think we should round up for those reasons. I agree. Yeah. So, all right. That's it. You heard it here first, folks. A, you heard it here. A solid B for beer grade for Long Ireland Brewing Company or Co. in Riverhead, New York. Yes. Thank you for having us, Long Ireland. That yeah. was awesome. Even though they don't even know that we were there or who we are. <laughs> I don't know but if they know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as always, we don't say anything when we're there about the fact that we're doing a podcast or anything like that. So we're getting a really authentic experience. But... I really enjoyed myself and I can't wait to go back. Yeah, I highly recommend if you're in the area, definitely look into it. Give it a go for sure. It's it's a cool spot. Good beer, good vibes, all that good stuff, right? Absolutely. And coming up, we have a big trip to Philly planned, yeah, which is getting soon. closer and closer. If anyone out there has any recommendations for Philly, we've been getting some really good feedback. We have quite a long list and we're yeah. going to try to hit up as many as possible of both breweries and coffee roasters. And if you have any local recommendations, either in the New York City area or in the Long Island area, Connecticut area, we still have a couple more weeks before we head to Philly. And last but not least, we have a very special episode coming up soon that we have recorded that was really, really fun. And we kind of 
gave a little preview of it on Instagram if you're interested, but I'm not sure we should say just yet. Well, if you follow us at Instagram, just search for A Grade Podcast and you, you'll you piece that together. And Our first interview. Our first interview. Uh, so that's going to be a, f- a couple episodes from now. And if you want more content, again, bonus content, my final shameless uh, plug for this the is the, the shameless plug corner. <laughs> we got the bathroom Big corner. Time. We got the shameless plug corner, but it's it has a place. Patreon.com slash a grade podcast link in the description. You'll get bonus content, behind the scenes photos, videos of me chugging whatever that was. Videos um, of us jumping in the snow. Videos of of us jumping in the snow. All that good stuff. Uh, and A score sheet of all the places yeah, that we've gone. All that good stuff. So check it out again. Uh, Patreon.com slash A Grade Podcast for more. And just a reminder, as I say all the time about Patreon, if you do subscribe, all this money will go directly back into the local businesses that we are reviewing. That's exactly what we'll use it for. And hopefully we'll use it to help us create some merch this year. Ideally. Ideally. Well, at the so, very least to buy more of those uh, uh, herbal aperitif things. <laughs> <laughs> the herbal Dorito Milano combo. Oh God. All right. I, Dinner I of go. champions. <laughs> it's time to go (laughs) well thank you guys again thank you thank you for listening we really appreciate everybody who listens uh whether it's people at these businesses owners uh employees fans uh friends we know strangers we know we've met who listen uh and and follow us and uh sometimes go to these places to themselves and it's always awesome to hear their experiences too so thank you everybody so much for joining us as always so until next time i guess stay safe out there be well drink well and hope to see you next time you heard it here guys see you next time bye bye